Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. A skilled and diverse workforce is key to increasing innovation, productivity, and workplace agility. I'm here today with a great HR friend of Chapman CG, Amanda Vaughan, who is currently the Global Human Resources Director at AXA Partners and AXA Assistance. To hear more about how AXA has approached an interesting topic around sponsorship. Hi, Amanda. Nice to have you on the line. Hi, Ben. Great to speak to you again. So, Amanda, could you tell us more about the AXA sponsorship tandem? Sure. So, in AXA, we're taking a very focused and strategic approach to gender and diversity topics. Uh, And particularly for us, having a more gender-balanced workforce is part of our long-term vision for the company. Uh, At the moment, I would say that gender diversity uh, is not as balanced as we would like it to be, which is uh, similar for many other uh, companies and many financial services companies. Uh, We do have the interesting statistics, which again is probably not that different to many other companies, uh, that while we have a slightly higher number of women than men in the organization overall, as we see at the higher levels of the organization, as we reach the higher levels, we don't see the same type of uh, balance, actually. We see uh, that the figures start to really uh, turn in favor of, of men and rather than women. So for us, it's quite important that we try and find a way to, to balance this. And as a result of it, we've been working on deploying a number um, of initiatives to try uh, to reach a balance in the organization. I guess you could ask, you know, why, why do we think this is important? And I would say that it's really for us um, two things. Uh, the first one is around diversity of thought to make sure that we actually have the right kind of um, diversity of thinking in the organization and diversity regarding the topics that we're discussing. Uh, we also need to closely resemble our customer base to make sure that the products and services that we're designing uh, for our, our customers are the right ones based on um, inputs from, uh, and it's not just men and women, but from all different uh, types of thinking in the organization, people coming from different countries and with all different life experiences. So for us, it's important that we harness that diversity of thought that we have. Um, So specifically what we did was we um, designed a number of steps over the last couple of years uh, to help support these kind of initiatives. We were last year actually one of the main partners for the Global Pride and Prejudice event that was organized by The Economist. We've articulated clearly to our business four key focus areas where we wanted to strengthen um, our diversity and inclusion. So the, the first one was getting more women to the top at AXA. Um, the second one was being yourself at work, so feeling comfortable to bring uh, yourself as you are to the workplace. That's all about creating an inclusive working environment. The third one is focusing on ability rather than disability. Um, it's important for us as well to ensure that we're building uh, you know, a workplace that has opportunities for differently abled people um, and really looking at people's abilities and what they can bring to the table. The final uh, area that we're looking at is building intergenerational bridges. Thank you for that, Amanda. And um, I think that was what we started talking about um, just before. (laughs) Is that the AXA sponsorship tandem? Uh, Because that sounded very interesting. It would be great to hear a little bit more on that. Yeah, absolutely. We've done a number of initiatives surrounding women. Uh, We have, uh, we focused and support every year International Women's Day. Um, We have a women's conference in AXA. Um, We have an event which we call Mix In, where we have a number of companies in France working together 
uh, on diversity topics. But I guess the program that um, that I personally uh, feel has uh, had probably the most impact uh, is the Sponsorship Tandem program that was launched about three years ago in AXA. And it's a program that's designed uh, to develop female talent at all levels across the group. So the women who are on the program are women who've been selected generally through our annual talent processes and women that we believe have the capacity to grow in the company. Mm. The way that it works is that um, either one of our XCOM or our global management committee members will um, select uh, a woman that they would like to work with uh, to help them in their career development. So the program runs for about 12 months and the idea is that the sponsor will use their experience and their influence uh, in the organisation to help uh, their sponsoree uh, gain visibility within AXA and therefore help them to accelerate their career. So the process basically starts with you know a series of various one-to-one -one meetings and the role of the sponsor is to very much think about how they can promote that woman and how they can help to uh, give them the visibility in the organization that they need, as well as to support them in one-to-one -one discussions. And it's been very interesting. Our, our global executives committee, um, our global management committee, has uh, done three uh, waves of this program so far. I've personally been on the program um, for the management committee, and I have to say it was really a great experience for me. So it's very exciting and the feedback so far has been very, very positive. Why, what is sponsorship and what's the difference between sponsorship and mentoring? What happens in a sponsorship program is that the sponsors tend to talk about the women, whereas in mentoring they you know, talk to you or with you. And I think that's the key difference. And a lot of the research shows that for women, mentoring is very useful. But sponsorship is something that perhaps they they can benefit more from because it's about that increased visibility in the organization. A lot of industry research shows that the sponsors, as compared to mentors, are able to better position women to accelerate their careers because because they tend to advocate for them. And that's a very interesting point. Did, you, did it mean that you had to educate the sponsor on how to do that because most people would assume in that type of program it was more of a mentoring relationship. It's a great point because um, this was exactly the issue when we first read it and of course because we were sort of you know it was something new we were piloting this program um, during the first uh, six months I had some calls from some of the, the sponsorees saying well you know we're just having the one-to-ones are going very well and uh, it's very positive but I really want them to start to promote me and I want to get to meet others in their network and I want to attend some of their meetings or sort of shadow them to see their influence. And, you know, part of it is about not just spending time in a one-to-one -one, but spending time together at either um, industry events or uh, internal events. So sometimes we'll have a regional conference and so in one case one of our regional CEOs was taking his sponsor with him to the regional conferences to sort of expose her to uh, others just to uh, understand, observe, watch uh, and meet other people. And uh, maybe a controversial question, but has that been linked to the sponsor's performance reviews or the way that their KPIs, it sounds a bit um, 
clunky, but is it something that's being discussed in the performance reviews to say you need to be a sponsor to, uh, you know, diverse populations in the in the workforce, be it women or others, uh, and this is our yeah. culture, uh, or is it is it not yet linked to performance management? So we don't link it directly to performance management, but what we have within our access system is we have we're rated on on the what, so our objectives and the how. Um, which is eight leadership framework behaviors. Within that leadership framework is uh, one that we call building capability and another one is about living acts of values. Um, so when someone's having their performance review, even if it's not a set KPI, uh, we're encouraged to give examples of where we have shown uh, that we've built capability in others and where we've shown uh, that we are you know, pushing acts of values through the organization. So even if we don't have a direct KPI on it, it's certainly considered uh, and discussed as part of the performance review process. But I think the interesting feedback is from the sponsors is that they say, um, you know, and some of them are quite senior people and some of them just say, I'm actually learning so much as I go through this myself. Um, you know, the idea is that the sponsoree gets, you know, sort of all the, the learning. Well, it isn't actually. What we've discovered is that the sponsors learn as well about interacting with people sometimes from different generations, uh, interacting with people from very different parts of the business, different cultures, different um, approaches, because our program is a global program. Um, so it's been quite an interesting learning experience. And we did a pilot last year. Um, and this year, when I asked at our executive committee who would like to attend, we had almost every single XCOM member volunteer this year um, to be part of it. So I think we're really building some momentum in the organization and people are enjoying it. The sponsors are enjoying it and the sponsorees are enjoying it um, and really gaining from it. Thank you, Amanda. That was Amanda Vaughan, the Global Human Resources Director, AXA Partners and AXA Assistant, sharing on sponsorship within AXA. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.